if this had been a flight and I was the pilot, you would be very nervous right now. But miraculously, we've ended up exactly where we were supposed to be. Hey, everyone. I'm unflappable. I am unflappable. I'm good. (laughs) Well, that's good because I was doing a lot of flapping. Hey, everyone. It's uh, Scott and Vivica. This is another episode, our second episode of uh, the Guardian Academy unofficial live broadcasting to the Guardian Academy unofficial Facebook page. And uh, we're your hosts, Scott and Vivica. But today uh, I'm in the host seat because Vivica is actually going to be our guest. And a lot of people in the Guardian Academy um, think of Vivica as a woman of, of international mystery because she very rarely has been seen out in the wild. But here she is live as she happens uh, on the Book of Faces. How are you, Vivica? That is hilarious. Um, <laughs> I'm around. I'm around. I, I definitely like to, to be behind the scenes. So, but, um, but I come out and do the things and, you know, I'm here. So, well, you know, you're in great company because I had the, the great privilege and honor of uh, interviewing Randy Massengale on another broadcast called Creative Our Purpose Live. And he said exactly the same thing. In fact, when I was researching him online, I could find nothing. On, like he doesn't even exist on the interwebs, um, so uh, you're, you're you're in good company in terms of uh, keeping a low profile, staying behind the scenes, and making magic happen. So we're gonna just have a little jam on some some of our favorite topics and principles and practices related to uh, the Guardian Academy. If you're interested in learning more about the Guardian Academy, you're probably watching uh, this broadcast here on the Guardian Academy unofficial Facebook page. So you can uh, ask questions, you can interact with our founder, you can um, get instructions on how you might connect with the uh, Guardian Academy Substack, or you can go to the guardianacademy.io and get started there, YouTube channel, wherever you want to go to start uh, poking around and kicking the tires and checking this thing out. Vivica, before we dive into principles and practices, one of the things that I've been learning about you is uh, that you have a couple superpowers, but rather than me tell you what your superpowers are, I would really like for you to tell me what your superpowers are. Um, I guess I'm an analyst at heart, probably, if I really had to deduce it to one thing. Um, I'm good at picking out nuances, you know, seeing patterns, stuff like that. I've been doing it since I was younger, unknowingly. Right. So as I get older, I'm like, I've been doing that for years. So um, probably just an analyst at heart. I, I love operations and systems and things like that. Uh, when I was 20, I was kind of running businesses already or being asked to run businesses. I, I turned down certain things when I was younger. I'm like, you don't want me doing that. I'm 20 years old. So uh, so things like that. Um, so, yeah, I think just, you know, finding the finding the nuances, finding the patterns, finding the issues, um, things like that. I'm just really good about, about finding that stuff out and kind of discovering the undiscoverable maybe. Um, you know, I've gone into companies and find have found they were being embezzled from or inflated payrolls that they'd never discovered or um, just, just weird stuff like that. So, you know, they'd be like, how'd you find that? It took us five years or you're the sixth person to come through and no one's ever been able to discover that. So, so I think I'm just an analyst at heart. Yeah. Well, I, that, that is precisely what I kind of glean, not just from our, the few conversations that we've had and from checking you out on LinkedIn, but 
um, Nick Peterson is uh, likes to to uh, call you out when it's time to make a spreadsheet or to uh, to crunch some numbers. And so, uh, you know, and what I love about that superpower of yours is that it really ties into several of the principles and philosophies and practices that um, we learn about and uh, incorporate into our lives in the Guardian Academy. So I, I'd love to hear your take on, you know, what specific Guardian um, principles have really helped you lean into that edge uh, of your superpower as, a, as an analyst and someone that's really good with uh, assessing data. So I, I think um, there's like, there really is so many, right? There, it, TGA has introduced or reminded, right? Um, most of us of, of some of the most craziest things that either we overlook or just really just didn't pay attention to. But um, I think self-reflection and self-discovery, right? Um, in bumpers, Nick talks about inter intention intervention gap, um, not winning a game, you know, you don't want to be in. So, so I think things like that made me kind of, at the time when I had started kind of hanging around Wolf Den and stuff like that, I was uh, starting a real estate team. And I remember just being like, oh, I can start a team, you know, and, and me and, and one of my, you know, peers started a team and she was crushing it. And I was behind the scenes and she didn't, you know, she was doing great and we were, we were rocking it. And, and then we were like, we both kind of were like, this isn't, I made her read bumpers. <laughs> and we were like, this isn't what we want to do. You know, so so I kind of started to pivot and um, I remember being in, a, in one of the chat groups and I, I talked to you about this briefly. And um, I remember some of the some of the people going through some of the things that they were struggling with and going through. And I remember just being like, I need to pivot. I need to do what I want to do or, or to play the game that I really want to be playing. Just because I can do something doesn't mean I should. Just because I can run a team doesn't mean I should. So I started looking into coding and I started looking into um, trading. And uh, I kind of just meshed the two over the past year. And that, that's pretty much been it. So I think one of the best things that came out of TGA for me was just intention intervention gap. Um, make sure you're playing your game. Um, MKPs was a big one for me. Um, so um, my kind of people, for those ha who haven't read bumpers, MKPs means my kind of people. So it just means kind of surrounding yourself with people who have the same maybe cognitive level, um, playing the same game as you, things like that. So was kind of like wasting my time in, in an industry, maybe in an aspect of an industry, because I still have real estate, but um, not on the sales side so much, right? I originally got my license to get into investments. And then I found myself hopping on teams, trying to help out some teams. They knew I was analytical. They knew I had operations. So they come join the team. And it just wasn't for me. So I think, I think coming to that realization was, was huge. And, you know, I owe a lot of that to bumpers and TGA and just, you know, kind of just honing into what I really just should be doing. And it's what I love, crunching numbers, data, systems, operations, things like that. Inefficiencies drive me nuts. So I would go into companies, find where they're losing money and be like, why are you doing it that way? And, you know, kind of just writing the wrong. So I was kind of like a fixer for a while. And that's, that's where my heart's at. So that's kind of where I got back to and adding some coding to that is like Excel on steroids. So I was like, Oh my God, where's this been my whole life? So you can solve bigger problems, crunch, you know, bigger data sets, things like that. But um, the little guy needs to kind of lean into data and use it, I think for their advantage, it's, it's a different game than it used to be. So I don't know. That's the long, 
No, that's great. That's great. It's a long couple, version. A couple things, a um, couple threats to pull on, but I want to give a quick uh, shout out to some of our friends that are watching. Jerry is, uh, good morning, Jerry, uh, in New Zealand, probably very early morning tomorrow uh, for me, <laughs> but uh, afternoon here for Vivica and I. And uh, in Jerry's yesterday, I should I should mention. And then uh, Alindus um, is also a big fan of the attention intervention gap. Uh, it's a it's a big one, I think, for a lot of us. And you know, I love that you said just because we can doesn't mean we should. Because it's it's I learned that saying from a friend who was a guitar player that had it inscribed on his guitar where he could see it while he was playing because you can be a guitarist that really gets lost in te technique and tactical, technical type of things. And it just becomes this, this total mis mishmash, meaningless, you know, barrage of notes and techniques and flash and dash and uh, bedazzledness, um, you know, but are you really making music? Is it connecting with the audience? Are you communicating something worth communicating? You know, are you enhancing the experience? And oftentimes that, that sort of thing doesn't. So, um, and a lot of us, I think, can fall into an identity trap around the things that we're good at. And um, just because we're good at them doesn't mean that's what we're really meant to do. It just happens to align maybe with um, an innate talent that we have. And so I love that you were able to catch that at a, sounds like a pretty young age and get yourself that couple of degrees over so that you could be more in your lane and, and more on your path. And I'm just I'm also wondering about, because I know when we talk about, you know, we want to um, collect data, we want to measure things. Um, and, um, you know, there's this, the, the, every, every skill, every um, principle, every virtue has a, has a, a, a dark side. And, um, you know, the dark side of da data is, can be frequency of exposure. And I'm sure that that plays into the work that you do as well. Well, I, it's funny because, so Nick would always say, data should be used to inform behavior, right? If, if you're not going to make a decision or, or use it to implement some kind of change, you don't really need to be looking at the data, right? So it's like, you know, we're we're very heavy into crypto here, and it's like, uh, oh, the, the prices, the this, the that. Okay, well, were you going to do anything? No. Okay, well then stop looking at the chart, right? Uh, same thing with the housing industry, right? You have a lot of people, oh, interest rates, oh, they're they're ridiculous, you know, or my house didn't appreciate, okay, well, did you plan on selling it today? No, not for another 10 years. Okay, well, don't worry about it today. It's not going to affect you right now. So so data, data is definitely, um, data can also be manipulated. So this was another reason why I kind of wanted to be able to do my own data, right? Um, it could be manipulated based on how they're reporting it, but it could even be manipulated on the way you're visualizing it. So okay. sometimes they put emphasis on the wrong numbers and you're thinking that's the number you need to look at. That's what matters. And it's really this number over here. So, so data can be manipulated. And, but for the most part, it's huge. It's, it, it can be a game changer as far as making decisions. If you're not using data to make your decisions, you're kind of guessing, right? Uh, a lot of businesses I would go in and help would go off feelings or how, they, how they've always done it. Or it's like, no, what are the numbers say? Or, or what's your processes saying? Or what are you, you know, how are the employees? What are your clients? Like you have to collect that data in order to make the decisions. You can't just make a decision just because you want to make a decision. It, it doesn't, it doesn't yield well usually. So, um, so yeah, uh, data, data's big. It's, it's definitely something that 
you know, I, I remember Nick saying a lot too, like for trading, he's like, it can't be gambling, right? You can't just sit here and gamble all day. And that was another reason why I wanted to kind of hone in on the coding and the data um, on a more kind of stronger level because, you know, I did some back testing the other day on some of the assets that I've been trading and the numbers are crazy, you know, like they're, they're really crazy. So as I kind of go down that rabbit hole of, of doing back testing and, and kind of doing different strategies and stuff, the data is really, it's panning out. I was actually just retesting it and it's holding up. So to be able to rely on that data and make better decisions when I'm trading is huge. I mean, I literally eliminated like 10 stocks. I don't even want to touch anymore. Not that they were awful, but I found better ones with better strategies. So data is huge. Um, definitely frequency of exposure can be an issue for some, but um, in my situation, I think I'm using it more obviously on a day-to-day -day for business and stuff, but yeah, definitely stop looking at charts or numbers or the media all the time. If it's inducing anxieties or, you know, you don't understand it um, or if it's just not reliable, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it's, it, 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 it all weaves back into playing your game and what, you know, um, the data it, it, you're analyzing data to look for the trend and you know a trend is a movie it's a, it's a move you know you're looking for rolling averages not not snapshots and oftentimes when we look at the snapshot we're freaking out because we're looking at a very narrow um picture of reality when the trend and what is happening um over time is much more um illuminating and you know the other thing is just like actually having um, an end in mind. I loved your example about like, I'm freaking out about the real estate market and I'm not going to sell my house for 10 years. So why would I be freaking out about the real estate market now? But, you know, I think one of the things that's so great about the Guardian Academy, uh, you know, and, and its association with Dr. Jeff Spencer is, you know, it, it helps us recognize and, and without shame and without blaming ourselves, the human mindset. We are actually hardwired and programmed by biology and evolution to have these kind of reactive, narrative-driven, um, you know, behaviors that often, you know, make us complicit in getting in our own way and and actually, um, you know, practicing a little dala and uh, you know doing. <laughs> that are um confirmation you know, bias yeah the, it's well again the in, intention and inter, intervention gap right because you know it's we say we want this but then we act in a way that is just getting us further away from that so all, i think all of that um you know is is really important just wanted to give a shout out again to jerry who mentioned the case framework that's a cca principle that we talk about also quite a bit collect analyze strategize and execute um and then uh anonymous facebook user says you guys rock i think they're talking about you vivica because i definitely don't rock Except you guys that's plural sir i'm i'm a, I'm a jazz <laughs> guy i you know uh, I, I don't even want to i can't even use the word because i'll get in trouble here on facebook but uh, jazz jazz just don't rock we swing and not in what you're talking about <laughs> that's um, great so just um any other, you know, I mean, there's, there's tons of other things that I think, uh, you know, come from the, the, the lexicon and the principles of, of TGA that apply to the kind of work that you do. Um, but any other specific to your domain? And I would, I, I'd love to just hear, we've had a conversation go, ongoing here in the Facebook group, like, what's, 
what's the one that you find yourself, what's the principle that you find yourself going back to over and over and over again? Something that you've already mentioned, or is, is there another that um, really, you know, resonates or maybe was a real game changer when it, you had that aha? I, d- I did a post um, in the beginning of the year, it was like 22 lessons that I'm bringing into 2023. And I listed a bunch of them. And if I think about that list, I think, um, you know, there's so many, but I already spoke about intention intervention gap. MKPs was huge. Um, slow is smooth and smooth is fast, right? I think um, in today's world, everything is instant gratification. We want it now, two seconds. Jeff Bezos got stuff at the door within an hour at this point when I order stuff on Prime, right? So um, everyone just wants it now. And I think also, you know, social media and the media in general kind of always glorify these overnights you know, success stories or somebody that was lucky in something. And then, you know, everyone's exposure to that just is kind of induces that, like, I need that to happen for me and I need it now. And, you know, how come it's not happening quick enough and things like that. So I think at the end of the day, you know, just having a little patience and staying the course, um, you know, Joseph had that, that post or that article yesterday, which was great. And um, the process is a shortcut, right? There, there really aren't any shortcuts. So and um, I usually say process over progress, right? The progress is going to come. If you just go through the process, now you have, you have to iterate, make it, pivot, maybe make adjustments. But if you just keep going through the process, the progress is going to show up. So, um, so it's kind of the same, I guess, aspect that he was speaking about. But um, I think at the end of the day, just having a little patience, staying the course, uh, not getting discouraged, you know, being resilient. You know, a lot of us are business owners, um, want to be business owners you know, consultants, stuff like that. So it's just a matter of just staying the course and, um, you know, not, not getting discouraged and, and continuing on, you know, keep on keeping on is, is usually what I'll tell people all the time too. Um, let me think there's so many and, and Nick always is dropping just random stuff to us too, which is awesome. So, um, you know, MKPs was big for me because it was just a matter of, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people. So I, I made a, I think I commented on someone saying something like that yesterday. And I pretty much said my circle's so small, it's a dot, right? <laughs> like, like I, I keep my circle small. Doesn't mean I don't interact or have relationships with people from years ago or family members that are just toxic. That, that's not what it means. It just means kind of surround yourself with the right people. You can, you can still love on all the, everyone else and still have them in your lives, but the, the frequency of exposure to that should be minimal, right? You have to surround yourself with people who, who have the same goals or who are going to uplift you. So MKPs is big for me. Um, and um, let me think what else. I guess just playing your game. I mean, we touched on these in the beginning. Those are my favorites. Just playing your game, you know, lean into your strengths. Don't um, last year, my, I go to therapy every other Wednesday, people. It's important. <laughs> but um, my therapist told me like a year or so I got ADD and I'm like, get out of here. And she's like, you have ADHD. And I was like, no, I don't. And she's like, you do. And I'm like, no, I don't. And she's like, you do. And I'm like, okay. So for months, I'm just like fighting her on it. And um, I started leaning into that. That's another thing I did. Google. What do people with ADHD do or, 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 you know, excel at? And it was like coding, trading. And I'm like, that's what I want to do anyway. So it just kind of reinforced that and it's good for my brain. It stimulates me, right? It, it, it keeps my mind going. So lean into your, lean into your, you know, what may not be strengths is a strength, right? So 
me maybe having a fast brain that's just constantly always, you know, going isn't a bad thing, right? I found little things that that help that and now I, ex- I can excel even more. So, you know, just lean into your strengths, find out what they are and lean, lean into your, you know, what, what comes across as what may be a weakness or an issue. Um, you know, I, I've told that to a couple of people and they've been actually doing that and they're like, this is amazing, right? Because before it was kind of, oh, I don't want to do that or I don't want to even look into that. And now it's, they're leaning into it and they're making it a, a super strength, if anything. So, um, yeah, so just playing your game, just figuring out what it is you want to do and then just doing what you say you want to do. And if you're doing the opposite, then you really don't want to be doing that. Your <laughs> your actions are really going to tell you where, you're, where, where your heart's at. So, and that's intention intervention gap. But um, but there's a lot. I mean, there's so much that TGA has to give. I, I came into it as a as a crypto group, um, found it through one of my other crypto groups. But I stayed and joined TGA for all the business principles and the and the life principles. Um, it, I, I haven't found anybody or any other group that can even come close to some of the stuff that you're gonna be able to get your hands on in this uh, in this community. I mean, I. Tell me, show me. I, I haven't found one, you know. So, uh, so yeah, bumpers is huge. Rigging the game is huge. Um, there's tons of principles and insights in those books alone. And then, uh, obviously, just going through TGA and going through all the stuff that they put out on Substack is is going to be huge. Yeah, I love all that. And I mean, I think something that we haven't really spoken directly to that we've been speaking around is you know, in your domain trading in particular, you know, I've mentioned that my wife is also um, a Forex trader and, um, you know, you're dealing with risk all day long and risk is different than gambling. Cause I mean, in a sense, yes, trading is gambling and, and being an entrepreneur is gambling in a sense, but a good gambler is mitigating risk or eliminating risk so that they can get as much asymmetry to the upside as possible. And in order to do that, you really have to build, you know, I think three, if I were to wrap TGA up into three words, it would be receptivity, um, restraint, and personal responsibility. And like you, it's, you know, the self-awareness and self-efficacy and personal responsibility elements that have most resonated and been helpful to me because um, it, it, we're talking about fundamentals, like first principles. You can't build anything great on a shitty or shaky foundation. It has to be strong. And the weakest component of any system is the human that's pushing the buttons and pulling the levers. So, you know, that's, if if you're not familiar with the Guardian Academy and you dive in, you will see that at the beginning, all the free content and all the content that is so, you know, probably the most valuable that all of us return to again and again has to do with this self-awareness, self-efficacy, personal responsibility, fix the human first and the, then everything else. And, you know, Jerry was, well, we had our Facebook user speaking to restraint. Jerry was asking for um, process being the shortcut. And I think that's actually an example, like whatever you aspire to do, you spoke about, you know, I, you added a word to my vocabulary. I always say, if you pay, if you do the work right in front of you and you engage in the relationships you're in right now with intention and integrity, then um, the results will take care of themselves. And, um, but you, you mentioned iteration. And I think that's super important because that point you said on the horizon, 
is, you know, it's great to have a place that you're heading to, but you also have to be um, receptive uh, to the opportunities that you could not have foreseen and the obstacles you could have never imagined. And, and, and you have to iterate so that you can turn those opportunity or obstacles into opportunities. Um, you, you can weigh your, your uh, choices and uh, make decisions better to quote um, Paul. Um, so, you know, just, just lots of, you know, if I think we live, we live in very interesting times. I'm a history nerd. It's no more effed up now than it has been throughout <laughs> many, many periods of history. Um, but, you know, you can, you can look out the window and complain, or you can look in the mirror and do what you want, you can do to um, bring more equanimity, joy, purpose into your life. And, uh, you know, TGA is a, a way that you can um, start to surround yourself with, um, with those people. So just as we're um, a couple more well said, receptivity, restraint, and personal responsibilities. So, so Scott got a little shout out there that almost never happens <laughs> to that Facebook user. There is the, um, the, uh, the, the URL if you want to copy and paste that for, we'll put it in the comments as well so people can get to the Substack. That's, that's where a lot of the magic is happening right now. Um, and look at the party in the comments. <laughs> I'm going to add, so you mentioned risk, and um, one thing that, that Nick was, you know, good about kind of drilling into us was was risk, right? It was uh, asymmetric, uh, that's to the upside and stuff like that, and there's a, um, and, and, you know, starting a business is risky, right? Investing in anything is risky. Um, trading is risky, but I think, you know, with, like, with restraint, receptivity, like, all those things, you can mitigate risk, Right. Um, I do a lot of, you know, journaling at the end of the day with my trades or kind of looking back and seeing, you know, what worked, what didn't work, things like that. Um, using analysis tool that I mentioned to you when we talked, um, for your wife to use. So things like that help you decrease risk, right? Um, so there's ways in any kind of industry that you're in or, or whatever you're probably doing to mitigate risk. Um, some of it's going to obviously come from your data and making better decisions, but, um, but in general, yeah, just having practicing restraint is probably one of the biggest things that you can do to mitigate risk is don't take that bet. If you don't have the right information to make the decision to get in that bet. Um, and that's on anything that's, it's whether you're buying a house or you're, you know, starting a business or you're taking a trade. So, so risk mitigation is huge. I, I, I was telling my wife that when, uh, or my brother-in-law was like, we are in risk mitigation mode. We hit a certain age. And right now it is about risk mitigation. <laughs> it's about not making things worse at some point. But, um, but sometimes that's, that's what helps you with your ROI, right? Just not taking the risk sometimes is, but you know, I'm a risk taker in general, so I'm all, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think living is a risky proposition, but why would you not want to rig the game in your favor? You know, not, in a manipulative or insidious way, but in a way that um, leverages, you know, lean into your strengths and uh, try to, to find the edges that give you um, get, give you a little leverage so that you can get closer to what you want um, and do it more effectively, efficiently, and effortlessly. Um, so Vivica, we're coming up to the, the end of our 30 minutes together. I, um, I've been putting up your website for anyone that wants to learn more 
about what Vivica is up to and the difference that she's making in, in the world. Spreadstrategies.io is the place to learn more about her. And maybe just um, in wrapping up, Vivica, if you only could share, you know, one, one maxim, one quote, one principle, one idea that would help someone that's tuning in uh, navigate their lives and, and do their work with a little bit more uh, ease and equanimity, what would you tell them? I mean, I would go back to just slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I, I think that, you know, if everyone can just have a little patience, stick with their process, um, iterate when you need to, but stick with the process, I think you'll, you'll, you'll hit your goals. You know, you'll, you'll get to where you want to be. Um, you know, have your convictions and just keep on keeping on but don't, uh, don't expect it to be tomorrow. You know, um, you got to work for it. You got to put that time in. You got to, you know, a lot of people say, Oh, how can you know this? Or how can you, because I read a lot and I don't watch TV and I join masterminds and I surround myself with smart people and, you know, and some people don't want to put the work in, you know, um, constantly have conversations with people who aren't receptive. Receptivity is huge. If you're not receptive to stuff, you're never going to learn anything. You're going to be in your own little eco chamber and, uh, you know, on a hamster wheel. So slow is smooth, smooth is fast, you know, stick to your guns and just keep on keeping on. Beautiful. I love it. So for all of you guardians that are uh, tuning in, please feel free to drop uh, a, a six word update in the comments uh, for anybody that is not really familiar with the guardian Academy. If you want to ask any questions, you can do that in the comment as well. We'll be happy to um, send you to places where you can learn more Vivica, it's always great to spend time with you, but um, it's been really a, a privilege and a treat to, to learn a little bit more about who you are and what you're up to. And I'm, I'm glad that you're in the world uh, making the difference all that you can make. So thanks for this. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Take care, guys and gals.